job too much. Like I said, I was just more of a, I wanted to be the outside. Job do, yeah, the job doesn't bother me. It's the just being dirty when it's when you're yeah. driving home and all that. Yeah. I'd rather just, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you, though, if uh, if a person wants a job that they can, you know, make some money doing, if, if you're a trustworthy machinist, you can make oh, a yeah. you can make pretty good money, and then if you go and get like CNC certified and all that stuff, it's a good gig. So, oh yeah, no you. But you gotta yeah. There, there's good money not not at the level that I was working, but there's good money. Uh, if you if you get to where you can you know write the G code and actually start oh, yeah. program the parts. Oh yeah, there's good good money in it. Yeah, man, that, that's a good gig. People ought to look into it. <clears throat> you know, I wonder if people know about jobs like that as much as I don't know if it's hard to find it. I think I think you you still get a lot of kids to go to Votech and stuff like that probably yeah no. you know you don't learn about it unless a dad or a friend or something you know yeah. gets yeah. you in and usually what you're doing is assembling stuff and you're like hey man you know that dude drives a nice truck and all he does is sit on that stool all day and you're <laughs> like yeah well he went to school to learn how to program that machine yeah yeah and well what do I need to do there and then that's when you get into Votex and the special yeah. classes and well all the that. feds got involved in public schooling and they killed skill trade yeah skill trade's still there though yeah yeah but there's no tech ed they've mm-hmm. gotten rid of a lot of art courses they've gotten rid of a lot of music well, you know we had a really good uh, carpentry department uh, at our high school yeah we that, that's, um, that's the guy MLC. named dale cunningham ran it and did a great job there's a lot of a lot of kids my age who are <clears throat> pretty solid carpenters just from what they learned in high school he'd take them to cabinet building competitions uh, and yeah. uh, they they do pretty good so yeah, we uh we had we we had all those classes. I wanted to do uh uh mechanic. We had a uh, a shop yeah. a mechanics class, but it was last period, and uh you had to st- it was either first or last period, whichever way conflicted with football. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I didn't take it. But so instead, I took seven home make uh, home economics <laughs> classes. <laughs> I took uh, two sewing classes. Uh, that's a good class to have though do yeah. you still sew uh no but I, I i can though i mean i don't sew actively but i'm yeah. the, i'm the uh i'll just say like this man and we should ask this question on the wise episode if there was any anything in the house that there's a ro- maybe next episode role reversal yeah you know and that would be mine is i'm the i'm the one who knows how to iron everything i'm the one who knows how to sew buttons back on stuff and and I know it's a culture thing, and, and it's 2019, and we're all equal, and and all that. But let's face it, someone's a woman's gig. <laughs> yeah, you know? smaller fingers is that yeah. what you're getting at? Yeah. Yeah. More nimble. <laughs> but I'm the one who sews hey. buttons back on things and irons hey, my wife's I'd, clothes if they need to be ironed. I had to learn how to sew on the fly when I was growing up. I was blessed to have um, mom's friends. A lot of them uh, were pretty good. If I had a, you know, a tear or something, you know, they could yeah. they could hook me up. But uh, you know, got out on my own, didn't have that. When I first started working in surveying, uh, we were doing pipeline surveys. Man, we were constantly having to cross barbed wire fences. And it never <laughs> failed, man. You'd get just an itty-bitty snag on your pants. And then, you know, after a couple washes, that thing starts turning into a hole. Yeah. And um, when it starts fraying, there's not a lot you can do about it. So I got a sewing kit. And if you, right when it tears, if you go ahead and just start, you know, kind of sewing around mm-hmm. it and going, man... I've still got a pair of jeans that have been washed probably 50 times that, you know, that's all holding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I was kind of, like I said, learning on the fly. (laughs) So it's real sloppy looking and and rough. But every time, man, I just start sewing it up right there on the spot. Went home one day, man. It had been a long day. And I go to get undressed, get in the shower, and I go to take my pants off, and it jerks my underwear off with it. (laughs) 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 I had sewn my my jeans to my boxer shorts, so they were a package deal all of a sudden. Swim truck jeans now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Home ec was cool, man. Like, I like my sewing class. I was in in a regular sewing class and then advanced sewing. Yeah. And my advanced sewing was 34 people, 33 of them were women. And then myself. Yeah. And you want to talk about, you know, I always think to myself, like, if I knew at the age of 16, 17, 18, what I know now, dude, I've been just understanding women and all that, just kind of, you know what I mean? No, not really. Well, like. Help me out with this. Where are you going, Josh? I know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to sign I'll on with this. you here I'm on that much this. information. When I was 24, 23, whatever. 
it was easier to approach a woman than it was when I was 16 You would have talked to one or two of them. Is that what you're saying? No, I talked to them, yeah. but I had a better understanding of women after that sewing class. I bet Josh came in smelling like a whole bottle of Brute Cologne. Or was it cool water? <laughs> I bet it was cool no, water. Yeah, not a <laughs> No, it, was, it changed every... It was one of those ones you get at Ross, like the six-pack, you yeah. know, the little ones. Yeah, it changed you're, every... You're week. putting, like, all of it on. You're a little bit of this, no, a little bit was, of that. It was cool, man. And in that one, in the... Uh, the the intermediate or the the beginner one I think I sold a pillow, yeah. The advanced one, I sold myself a pair of pajama bottoms and a yeah robe. Did you make you like a Gordon Gautreaux shirt or whatever? No, you remember I made on myself a Hugh Hefner bathrobe uh, is what I did. You remember that episode of the Cosby Show where Denise sews Theo oh, yeah. a shirt? <laughs> I was yeah. like Gordon yeah. Gautreaux or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah. Hey, now, you know, we're talking about shop and everything not being uh, in schools anymore, but uh, home ec is not not what it used to be, right. uh, I don't think. And if people are taking it, they're taking it as a blow-off class, I guess. But, you know, I've seen a lot of people make the comment that uh, they wish that kids would learn in high school, like, life skills. They're like, I just didn't learn any life skills, you know, like how to balance a checkbook, you know, how to, how to cook a dinner, how to do this, or how to yeah. do laundry, or all these different, you know, just, just life, daily life skills. I'm like, that's home ec, dude. It's because you didn't take it or you yeah. blew it off. That class actually should be super important, and guys and girls both should take it because it should give you everything you need to know to live on your own yeah, no. and, and be able to take care of yourself when mom and dad aren't doing it for and you or grandma and grandpa or whoever raises you. You know, when that person's not there anymore, you know, yeah. you need those life skills. And that's what – and that's what – the beginning sewing class was mixed. Yeah. And that's where you learn to put a button back on a shirt. That's where you learn how to iron, you know, yeah. iron something. That's how you learn not, you know, you learn that, uh, you know, I had a college roommate had a silk something or another and burn a hole through it trying to iron it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you got to put like a t-shirt or a towel over the, you know, well, and, and I, you learn that in home ec. And Justin you know? King, when I lived with him, you know, the my buddy that, you know, you love so much for, Diming me out yeah. everything. Well, Justin King, when I lived with him, I went to iron a shirt. And when I got done ironing, I had a there was a big black spot on the shirt. I'm like, what in the world? And I turned it over, and the iron just was just caked with just black stuff all over. You were cooking grilled cheeses. He was that. making grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> with that thing. I'm like, what's next, man? You going to make hot dogs in a coffee pot? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, Ali. Yeah, no. I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's one, like I said, uh. But uh, you know, I knew how to iron because my mom punished us. Yeah. With ironing, you know. She so. iron, she put the iron hot no, iron to you. Is that no. what you're saying? No, but <laughs> no, there was we had just had a stack of dress shirts. You know, family yeah. of six, you got tons of clothes. Hey, dude, it's hard. Brittany, this we is were before get... wrinkle release. Oh yeah. So it's like you get in trouble. You got to iron ten shirts, and you're like, you know. So it's good to know that man because. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a way to do everything, and if you don't know that way, it is way harder than it has to be. Well, and the other thing too is is the same thing with my dad. You know, just working on things. Yeah. I mean, I never, you know, I never installed a dishwasher in my mm -hmm. entire life until my one in my house went out not yeah. too long ago. You know, and I installed it myself. Yeah. You know, and it's just one of those things, and and I, you know, was able to do it because. I installed other things with my dad, so I kind of had a you know idea like, hey, pay attention when you take the old one out, pay attention what's hooked up to what, so when you put the new one back in, it mm -hmm. it kind of goes the same way. So it gives, I mean, it just gives you that confidence to kind of do things instead of having to pay for it, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing irks me more than watching a guy do something so simple and get paid a ton. And I paid someone to install my uh, garage door opener. Uh huh. But watching them trying to get those wires through, you know, for the sensors by the door, I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. You you got a good job, yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Money well worth it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to keep paying you to do that. I don't, I'm not touching it. Yeah. Electrical stuff, I'm staying away from anyways. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff. You don't – and you don't want to be ignorant. There's nothing worse than looking like an idiot thinking that you're you're smart because you're figuring it out. And then some old guy walks by and was like, <laughs> yeah. just sees, you know, like, ah, you never done this before. You forgot uh -huh. to do this, this, and this. Yeah. You're about to flood your house. Well, that's the thing. I changed, <laughs> I changed the light switch on my house when uh, changed the light switch on the house. Got a couple of wires mixed up. Yeah. So I turn it on, and I'm like, sweet. You know, light comes on in my bathroom, like no big deal. Dude looked out. My bedroom was dark. Yeah. I'm like, that's weird. Thought, so I thought one of the kids turned the light off. 
turn the bathroom light off, my bedroom lights come on. What? Turn my light. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there flipping the switch, and they're just they're going off and on. I'm like, yeah, I think I did something wrong, and I, and I crisscrossed the wire. Yeah. You know the way the way you know. So anyway, it's pretty funny. Oh man. But speaking of money well spent, I was in Austin this weekend, or the you know past couple days. Yeah. Our past day. Anyway. Did you go get one of them burritos? No. No, didn't have a lot of time to do anything. But what I did have time to do was jump on a Burt's electric scooter and go get a Starbucks. I saw the video. And, uh, <laughs> dude. You look super cool in that video, just saying. It's, it's very millennial of you. Dude. <laughs> you should be the commercial. Those things are well worth the money. <laughs> yeah. Dude, those things are. Just zipping around. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, and, and you, get and you just walk away from it, right? You just, you when just you get to where you're out. going, yeah, you, just, uh, you have to take a picture so, you know, you can't put, you know, so it's, you know, it's not laying on the ground. You're not supposed to park it in a, in a sidewalk where people are walking. Yeah. So they don't have to walk around it. But other than that, yeah, you just leave it wherever. And, uh, <clears throat> dude, you get to going down a hill, man. You, you, you can pick up, I think I got up to like 26 miles. You know, I'm big too, <laughs> you know, so you get a hill. And that thing, but here's the funny part. The funny part was is is we're my brother and I are riding through this. I don't know if you want to be going 26 miles per hour on something like that. Oh no, I agree because you know inertia can really get you. Well, you hit a (laughs) pothole too, man. That front end. Yeah. You know, I mean, those tires aren't big, so you know you feel the the entire road. But we're riding through this parking lot because we had to cross a busy street. They got a little dicey, which is why my sisters bailed out on it. Just went back to the hospital, but. uh we're uh we're going through this parking lot and we're pretty far back and a car's backing out and another car's coming like this and they hit each other they have a wreck i mean yeah. she backs into them and uh we're riding and we see the whole thing my brother and i both see it and she pulls up and he doesn't move and so there's a little crack but they're blocking the parking lot so we have to go between them and i just made eye contact with the old dude like <laughs> and just kept going like he's looking at me like you're gonna stop and like i'm like <laughs> but yeah he it was i mean it was her fault she backed into him yeah but it was one of those things where it's like he saw her backing up and one stopping and tried to tried to gun you know like mm-hmm. instead of if he could have easily stopped and just let her and gave her the right away, even though he didn't technically have to. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those crusty old farts who wants to be right, <laughs> and he got his car hit. You know what I mean? Which is why I'm looking at him a like crusty old fart. You know, I'm looking at him like you kind of deserve that, dude. You know what I mean? You kind of. Oh but, man. Anyway, but it was fun, man. I, I at least you know try it. Yeah. I mean, if you're downtown, you got nothing better to do, man. You know, drop $5 and ride that thing for 30 Buy minutes. one of those things, man. How much does an electric scooter even cost? Uh, You're probably looking at about 200 for yeah. one that'll support my kids. Yeah? Like so, the Razor ones? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're about 200 bucks. So yeah. To there one, you go. No, that's for my kids, man. That's that's 55 to 80 pounds. Yeah. You know, probably 290. Won't, probably won't tote you around, huh? Yeah, 290, you're probably looking at a cool grand. That's a, I'll look it up. That's still not a bad uh, bad deal. I mean, you can get you a cool little ride. Just or, plug that dude in at the end of the day. Yeah, but it's one of those things, man, where it's like 30 minutes for five, you know, five bucks for 30 minutes. I can ride that thing 200 times before I can justify the other scooter. Well. Segway makes one for seven hundred. That's the most expensive one I found. See, you What's might the you might be looking at a five hundred dollar <clears throat> deal. You might be able to get one, especially if you know how you like to go and like lowball people. Mm-hmm. You might catch someone in a sell now situation. Oh, you know, like hey, I got this thing. I need to get rid of it because uh, I stole it. And I'm trying to sell it on eBay <laughs> or Facebook Marketplace. I got some sticks in the Anyone fight. who sells you anything, Wait, how much, I'm just guaranteeing you. 290 Oh, we're not not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Max load, 220 here's, man, I'm pushing that one. Here, That's here's something. Saying, That's not man. for adults. Yeah. Here, here's something I've been thinking about. You know, you're talking about how you lowball people on Facebook Marketplace and everything. Anyone who does actually sell you something, I think should be investigated. <laughs> Because they stole it, dude. There is no way anybody is selling anything that they paid for to you for the prices yeah. you give them. I don't know, man. Like, some of some of it, yeah, but some of it's specialized. You yeah. know what I mean? 
I paid $58 for these. Those aren't specialized. My headphones? No, but these kind of headphones are. Like, if you really know what... I was talking to my <laughs> my dad's nurse because uh, he's like, you really need to listen to Pink Floyd through a good set of headphones yeah. in order to really get what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pink Floyd to me is overrated, but uh, tomato, you know, each to his own. Anyway, so she's like, okay, well, should I get, you know, should I get the Beats or should I get Bose? And you're like, well, Bose. you should probably get Bose. But in all reality, Sennheiser's probably... Is it, it's Sennheiser and uh, is it is it Monster uh, headphones? I don't, I don't know. Those Bear, are, Bear the, Dynamics pretty good too. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like Bose and, and Beats are more of a, the the brand. Like I think Bose does a little bit of everything on. Bose does well, but if you go into like a professional recording studio, you're well, gonna see a well, lot of Sennheisers, and you're not gonna see a lot of Bose or Beats. You're gonna see Sennheiser. Yeah, well, and stuff well like I mean, that. you know, Beats are are catered to. Uh, listening devices like you know your phone and things right. like that where you would have to you'd probably have to have some kind of an amp to listen to your phone with these because they're built for studio talking about these right here yeah <clears throat> well i use these on my phone and they sound great yeah but it, it won't get as loud if i had to guess as it would with no. beats like beats could probably blow your head off and then get real heavy bass out of your phone and these aren't yeah. beats have real muddy sound too yeah, but that, that's that's because that's, that's what they're it's made, made for. Though. for the base. Yeah, it's, the it's made being, for that. But if you're an audio kleptic, then, an audiophile, yeah, klipsch, uh, then then you're not going to go with bows or beats. You're going to go with a higher quality one. And that's my point. My point is, is like uh, the things I bid on are more specialized. Yeah. So it's not so no, <laughs> not everybody's looking for them. Yeah. So if it is out there and someone is selling it. Then I'm one of few people that probably is even interested or even realizes something like that's even out there. Yeah. You know, for example, what I'm bidding on right now, not a lot of people are bidding on that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so we're going to try and make this one. <laughs> yeah. You give in too quick, man. Me? Yeah. I get good deals, man. You take it. Take it, like, no, yeah, but you could. get shut down and you come away with zero. So me giving can. in quick is still a better deal than nothing. I think we can squeeze a little more out of this yeah, person. The, the couple of times I've tried to buy anything off either eBay or Marketplace or anything like that, once I've told somebody, you know, exactly why I won't pay the price, I've actually kind of taught myself how to buy it anyway. So I'm like looking at it and thinking, you know, yeah, well, like, sell me garbage, man. Like the current thing I'm bidding on right now, if I get it at the price that I'm asking for. We'll be happy. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hey, I did hear about a cool website called Reverb though. Now it's it's gonna be more musician oriented, like you know, say like musical instruments and right. and things for that. But you know, if you were anything that's you know gonna be related to that, I mean say if you wanted a PA or anything like that, uh Reverb's a pretty good marketplace where people sell and resell stuff. Uh, my boss said he got a really good deal on the guitar, so yeah. Whatever you do, don't use the the let go app. Yeah. Or uh, what was the other one? There's there's two apps that we do a lot of robberies and <laughs> counterfeit monies on. Oh yeah. The majority of it's let go. Yeah. Or let it go. I can't remember what it is, but people will be selling PS4s, and then we'll get a call an hour <laughs> later, and they hand me two hundred dollar bills, and it's on the back. It says for uh, movie use only. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, for motion picture only is what it says on it. Oh wow. Yeah, and I mean it looks like real money, and it has a pretty consistent feel with real money, but yeah. I mean. It doesn't take much to see it's not real money though. Just just yeah. check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I think a lot of people get I think a lot of people get nervous when they make trades and deals with people they don't know and they're afraid of offending them or being weird around them so they're just kind of like, "Okay, thank you." and they and they go. Yeah. So <laughs> if you actually took a second to look down, I mean you're probably going to get robbed anyway, but <laughs> I mean just take a second look down. Hey, man. It says for motion picture only. <laughs> that stuff's floating around all over the place. If I would have said no, were you going to rob me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just take it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just save each other some trouble. Well, I told you, I showed y'all that that, or I told y'all about that dude who supposedly bought a fifty-five inch TV and his piece of plywood. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like sometimes you just deserve to get God if if like, yeah, you know. Oh well, that's that old saying, man. It just looks some... or sounds too good to be true. It is. Well, I mean, there's there's just a standard set of guidelines you need to follow if you're going to be buying something off the internet. You mm-hmm. need to meet in an extremely public place. Mm-hmm. Like a Walmart parking lot or a like just a parking lot in general. 
during daytime hours. And then you need to set some other guidelines between you and the seller. Like, hey, send me up-to-date pictures, stuff like that. Like, or send me a picture of it turned on, stuff like that. Just yeah. You need to verify that it works, that it's the item you want, and that the money is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, <clears throat> I would have never thought that. Yeah. No, I mean, and I probably wouldn't either if I wasn't a cop. But yeah. you just, once you worked like your 500th, you know, counterfeit bill exchange, you'd get kind of tired of it. You know, that's the thing. We forget, you know, you get to see actual real crime all the time. The average American, unless they live in a bad neighborhood, most of the crime they see is on TV. Yeah, man. I go into every deal expecting to get ripped off now. <laughs> that's how <laughs> That's how I look at life now. It's kind of ruined me. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm just like anybody else, though. I get I get nervous before I exchange anything or yeah. sell something or buy something from somebody online. Because you, you never know. I mean, of course, I'm packing every time I go. But <laughs> you got to, like I said, you got to... You got Shana with a rifle on the roof. <laughs> no, just making I'll, sure. either, I'll either take a buddy or I'm, hey. or I'm carrying myself. And that's the thing, man. You like, I've had people like, hey, you can come to my house and pick it up. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like, I've gone all the way up to Tulsa with my buddy because he wanted to look at a bike. Yeah. I'm like, so. I don't mind coming closer to your house, but, you know, it needs to have lights and witnesses. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to see. Like, Dude, I've got. The only, the only, like, I, the only time I've ever gone to someone's house was to pick up a, like, a weed, like a. Speaking of weed. No. Weed, weed, weed. No, the, the weed killer spread. Showed up, uh, showed up, got up. a, got a pit bull on yeah. a chain and the chain's longer than the frontage of the yard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goes Smoke all the way to the, the street. <laughs> so, yeah, I lowballed this guy and I think for like. $5 for a dime bag? That's a pretty good deal, man. I, I told him I had $3 in my wallet and I got one of those like $35, uh fertilizer spreaders yeah like yeah the push spreaders for like three bucks uh yeah josh like, hitting on the weed he's like you, <laughs> he's not taking the pot <laughs> you can you come to my house and pick it up you know and i'm like all right well you know where's that and it was just right around the corner his neighborhood right around my house so i'm like all right you know and but i'm sitting there thinking to myself like do you really want some dude just like coming he's like you, can just, you know come on in the garage so i'm in his garage i'm like man if I wasn't the trustworthy individual that I am, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you could see some shady dude just looking around here like, yeah, this 60-something-year-old man with his 60-something-year-old wife, no way they could stop me with a baseball bat if I wanted something out of yeah. their house. You know <laughs> the, what I mean? The, the weirdest purchase I ever made, uh, it, I took Casey with me that time, but we went way, way, way up north. I can't remember. What's, what's north of Yukon? Is that Deer Creek or something? Is it what? what is Bethany. it Elk City, El Reno, something? Bel- is Bethany up there? Oh, well, you're, wait. You somebody? Maybe I'm going the wrong direction. I can't remember, but it's way out in the middle of nowhere. Well, Elk City <clears> is <throat> way out west on I uh, I forty. Yeah, that's yeah. where it was. Okay. That's where it was. Yeah. So we I, we went out there because I was going to get like this is right after the Xbox Ones came out. This guy was selling an Xbox One for two hundred and fifty bucks. They were they were four hundred dollars. Yeah. He was selling it with two controllers, the Connect, and a, the Call of Duty game that had just come out. So like a $500 deal, which already makes it kind of weird. But, you know, I, like I said, I've got my gun. I got my brother. We go out there and uh, we're looking for this house. And where it's supposed to be, there's like a trailer out in the middle of a field with like some hoopty, like those old woody cars, you know, that have like the wood pan- yeah. paneling on the side, like no wheels on it, just grass growing all up around it. And uh, like I'm looking around, I'm like, where's this house? Because that guy definitely doesn't have an Xbox. So I call the guy. I'm like, hey, man, I, I think I'm nearby, but maybe I went down the wrong road. He's like, no, he's like, it's the house with the, with the Woody in the driveway. And oh I'm like, my oh, goodness. no. So, dude, I can smell the cigarettes like as I'm walking up to this dude's trailer. And, I mean, yeah. the trailer's like the size of this room. Like you weren't smelling meth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <clears throat> and so, like, yeah, my brother. Did you wear that sweatshirt? No. <laughs> so my brother looks at me all weird, and he's like, really, dude? And I'm like, yeah, dude, let's let's just, we're here. Well, let's go for it. I got, I got, my, this I got my gun. We're good. So we're going, and he's like, oh, come on in, man. I got it hooked up. Let's play for a bit. <laughs> I was like, what? Dude, <laughs> this dude needed a buddy. <laughs> so, no, seriously. So we go in there, man. He fires it up. He's all excited. We play Call of Duty. And I mean, I'm just, I left reeking of cigarettes. But uh, he goes, hey, 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 before you guys go, you, you know anybody else that might want to come out here? He's like, I, I got, I, I'm selling that sound system over there and I'm selling that. I mean, if they just want to come and hang out and listen to it for a while, that's cool too. And I was like, <laughs> thanks for the Xbox, dude. Bye. <laughs> But, dude, it was so weird because we sat there with this just random... He was probably, like, in his mid-50s yeah, out in a trailer in the middle of nowhere playing Xbox for, like, an hour. Oh, man. Y'all left before you found all play, the people buried in the backyard. Yeah, did yeah. you play your Xbox or did you play 
his Xbox and then bought another one. No, no, no. It was his Xbox that he was selling. And yeah. y'all played it. He, yeah. And he, boxed yeah. It up. Under the guise of he, wa- he wanted me to prove to me that it worked. But I think he just wanted a friend yeah. for an hour. He needed a buddy. Yeah. yeah. Everybody needs a buddy. What's that Rob Zombie movie? He probably wanted to wear my skin. <laughs> What's that Rob Zombie movie where the... The Devil's Rejects, yeah, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Where he wears the dad, dad's face. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was definitely the most awkward uh, purchase I've made on Craigslist. And that's the thing. That dude's probably cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. That's, that's all I'm saying, man. He's probably just a cool dude who wants to make some friends, but can't these <clears> days because there's always some of those weirdos that kill people that ruin it for everybody. Now, before, you know, the internet took over all of your buying and selling and stuff, uh, I don't know what you guys had where you grew up, but where I grew up, we had the radio show, Swap Shop. Good morning, Swap Shop. Yeah, I got a 1982 uh, Toyota pickup uh, I'd like to sell. And they they say that, and then sure enough, somebody called over like, yeah, I was uh, calling about that 1982 pickup. What was that fellow's number again? And, you know, and they go back and forth. And I remember one time Grandpa had a load turnover, and uh, – I mean, we had to buy the load, so it was like we had all these potatoes. Mm-hmm. And so all the grandkids went up there and started shoveling potatoes in sacks, and we were selling potatoes out of the back of a red <laughs> truck, man. So, I mean, it, you know, swap shops where you advertise that stuff. But it was basically something where you just, while swap shop was on the radio, you called in and then, um, you know, told them what you had, and then people would call you up and be like, hey, I heard on swap shop you got that uh, new tree stand. I'm going to come buy that from you. And, uh, you know, you still got it or whatever. Well, in uh, northwest Oklahoma, they have Tradio. Like, good morning, Tradio. And, you know, they, they do the same thing. But most of these have rules. One is because they take so many calls, like the dude's not writing down the information for everything that everybody says. He just takes the call right. and tells them to repeat their number. So you always get that dude. He's like, hey, about 15 callers back. You had a guy call in, you know, and he had this. And the guy's like, uh, yes, I'm sorry, but we do not write all that information down. And you can just tell the dude hates his life because <laughs> these people have been listening to this radio program their entire lives, and yet they continually do it wrong. You know, they keep calling in, you know. Hey, there was a guy about 15 minutes ago that called. I didn't know they had that. that. That sounds super inefficient. That sounds super, like. That'd be a great way to prank call somebody. No, but uh, my man, my friend Steve Pennington, he heard a guy on there said land for sale, and he went and looked it up, and he bought a bought a house in his property off a swap shop. But what I'm saying though is, is like today, yeah, I would thoroughly enjoy that show. Oh, that Tradio is still on in Northwest Oklahoma, and Swap Shop, I guarantee, is still rolling in McCurtain County. Really? You know what else we had? We had the local television station KLOP TV. And KLOP TV had a deal called uh, Auction Barn. And Auction Barn, you actually sent your stuff up there, and these people would get on there. And I remember it was a girl from our high school. She would get on there, and she's like, next we have on our list, you know. And she would have some item, (laughs) and she would describe it and kind of show it and say how much they were listing it for. And, you know... It was just one thing after another, and she'd show one more thing, show, and then you'd just call up there and be like, hey, yeah, do you still have that, you know, that punch bowl or whatever it is you were showing? Yeah. And, and you'd call up there. We actually got a guitar that way. Uh, funny story, a guy called up there, paid 50 bucks for an old guitar. Then he sold that guitar to me for $50, so I don't know why I didn't try to get him down on that. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyways, and then that guitar went to college with me, and it was a piece of junk. It was an accolade guitar. And uh, anyways, I, I tried to learn how to play on it, and I, I wasn't very good. But my buddy, Casey Edwards, ended up learning how to play guitar on it. Turnpike Troubadour. Yeah, he's, he plays for them now. He plays bass now for them, but he, I mean, that's the guitar he learned on. I've still got it. It's an old beat up. He picked up the guitar that late in life. Yeah, he picked it up when we were in college. And is, is he naturally good at it? <clears throat> uh, at the time, we didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just whoop on that sucker all day long and make up songs that were, some of them were real funny, some of them were just good songs. Yeah. Uh, one thing he had a knack for pretty early, though, even before he could like get a clean sound out of it, uh, was he kind of had a knack for, um, like I said, just kind of getting a song out, like yeah. writing a song and... And even getting, you know, a, a chord progression that sounded good and, and, you know, made something listenable and everything. Uh, he picked all that up really quick. But 
I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't take him long with, you know, within like two years when he was down in OU and we were in, in Stillwater, he'd come up and visit and like he was already, you know, any song that we'd listen to, he'd, he'd figure out how to play it. So he picked it up pretty quick. Yeah. That's so, cool. But no, it, it was funny though. But yeah. That, that all started with an old accolade guitar from. Does he still have it? I have it in my, it's oh, in really? a, it's in a closet. He it's all, it? it's beat up, man. That thing's got a hole in it. It's all beat it's up cool, man. It's, and not the hole that's supposed it. to be in it either. It's got a different hole and not a cool it. one. Like Willie Nelson's guitar. It's a, it broke. Hole. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just saying, man, there's some history behind it, man. That could be a display or something. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be decor. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. They're, they're pretty famous now though. They're, they're pretty good. Speaking at of holes do. where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> Continue. That national that national championship was horrendous. Oh, oh man. Was trash, Who saw that man. coming, though? Really? Did anybody see that coming? Did I, Clemson after the, even after, see that coming? I'll say this. After the OU game, I, I kind of suspected that there might be. Okay, that's a hindsight saying. Yeah. No, no, that's no. what hindsight. he's saying in hindsight. No, I'm saying, but after. You know after, what I was saying after that, that loss? You know, OU lost that game. So, after that loss, the first thing I said was, I think Alabama was just protecting a 21-point lead. I agree. And I was convinced Alabama was really, really good. I, I agree with you. So I was, I'll, tell you the play that, I'll tell you the play that kind of made me think that Clemson had a shot. It was when uh, Murray was running away from the defensive line. And we all know he's special and, and he's, he's just a super athlete. So the offensive line – When chased, he got drugged down. No, 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 no. Oh. The offensive line chasing him around like a – you know, like – like Rocky was chasing a chicken, right? Mm-hmm. That's just that's he. He's that good of an athlete, but he threw up that prayer. I yeah. mean, he. It, I mean, he literally just. You could tell he was just throwing it, and that receiver was uh, still had like ten yards on those dudes. Yeah, old Bama defenses would have never let a dude like that. Yeah, a ball like get that get loose land. like yeah. that. Yeah, and so and that's when I'm kind of like, okay, there's some potential. Uh, I think you didn't see that coming. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not, not saying, I'm not saying I didn't see it like that. I, but I think I, but I didn't think it was going to be a blowout on Bama's end. I don't think they were going to blow out Ken, Clemson. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. The point being, I thought uh, Clemson was going to be able to put some points on Bama's defense. Yeah. You know, they sure did. <laughs> I didn't him. expect Tua to throw a pick six, the first series <laughs> and then just decide we don't need to score the rest of the yeah, game. Yeah, and they had sunshine from Remember the Titans back there for them. Yeah, just that, that kid's hooking good. Hooking it. Yeah, that kid good. is good. Yeah. They, dude, I, I read his analysis coming out of high school. You know, cause Where did he go to high school? It's somewhere in Georgia. Okay. Uh, but I read his analysis, and he was five stars across the board. Really? Uh, but there were, there were, there were big-time scouts calling him a once-in-a-lifetime player. Really? They said, you'll probably never see a kid this good again. Huh. And you think about it. He has undefeated national championship as a freshman. That's pretty good. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and he was. It's, it's one of those things where <clears throat> one thing that I look for in a young quarterback to just kind of see how how good they are or how good they're going to be. I saw it in Colt McCoy yeah. is uh, how they throw the ball when someone's about to hit them. Yeah. And McCoy was decent. You know, and he was a very accurate passer, but this kid was about to get played out, and he was putting money, money balls on these receivers, man. Yeah. Like, you know, even with defensive linemen barreling down on him right before he gets hit, man, just he's gonna be good. Luck was another one, man, where he could get hit, and and that ball still still Dude, be good. Think about Tua. You have that that great start to your career where you come in and win a national championship for your for your team. And you're going into the next season feeling great. And then all of a sudden, here comes this Kyler Murray. He's like, win right out of the cells. You know, he, well, he, he kind of takes away for it. And then this kid from Clemson comes out and it's all of a sudden like Tua's like, all right, well, I might not get a Heisman. Let's be honest. If you if, – if Tua had not played – if he hadn't gotten hurt in the Georgia game, mm-hmm. he probably wins the Heisman. Yeah. If he puts up a, 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 a normal Tua game in Georgia yeah. in the SEC championship, he probably wins the Heisman. Yeah. If you award the Heisman after the bowl games, not the national championship, the yeah. national championship, but after the bowl games, Tua probably wins it again. Yeah. Well, uh, Kyler won it 
deservedly. Not saying he didn't deserve it. I got you. But when you award the Heisman at that point, that's when Kyler was going to win. Yeah. This doesn't sound like your usual shade you throw at OU. This sounds like you're being honest. So. I'm, I'm I'll give you honest. that. We'll let it go. Hey, I'm always so, honest. So, uh, oh, uh, Murray is uh, – Everybody's saying even the A's came out and said they think he's going to enter the NFL draft, and they were trying to decide, you know, about how tall he is, and it's gearing towards he's about five seven, maybe five eight. Yeah, you yeah, know, but we, we won't know. You look online; he's five ten, five eleven. Yeah, well, five. we won't know until he goes to the combine. But they're just comparing him by. I want to say that um, on Golik and Wingo this morning, they were saying they did it by they knew someone who took a picture next to him. And dude was like, I'm 5'9", and I had at least an inch on him. Yeah, they also oh. say he's 190, and there's no way. Yeah, yeah. Height, height doesn't bother me. That dude's like 175. Really? Not That's worried, short. Not worried about the height. Dude, my height no trying to look over an offensive line to hit yeah, a receiver? but okay, but, you know. J.J. Watt will have fun with people that. People are uh, – you're right. That is an issue, but you can create – J.J. Watt will grab him by the jersey and chunk him through the but goal But the thing is, is you can – but here's the thing. <laughs> All, but he's, he's a good – height doesn't bother me from the sense he's a good enough athlete. One yeah. pump fake – and J.J. Watt jumps to swat that ball, he's past J.J. Watt. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and he can, he's he's versatile enough. He's such a – he's versatile enough an athlete that he's going to create his own passing lanes. Yeah. He, you'll be able to roll him out or move him to, to create that. That's not what I'm worried about. Yeah. It's, it's what he's saying is the weight. Yeah. You know, because you even look at, like, you know, the short quarterbacks <laughs> that have done something. You know, Doug Flutie, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, even Baker Mayfield. They're six foot. Now, it's not even the height. They're two something. Yeah. They're they're stocky. They're short, but they're stocky. They got muscle on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm going back to what he's saying is the dude's not 190. You know. And if you watch that Bama game, he was getting pulled down by guys with one arm. And you've got. How big was Manziel? He seemed kind of <coughs> undersized in the scrawny side. Yeah, Maybe but not he high, was still. He, he wasn't as bad as Murray is. Murray, Murray's yeah, like the smallest quarterback that's, I think I've seen in a while. That's my point. Even Manziel had a little <laughs> bit of stock to him. You know, a little bit yeah. of beef, not as much as 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 Mayfield, but he still had some, some some yeah. stock on. You know, Manziel would run through an arm tackle. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Murray looks thicker than Manziel to me. I, mean, I don't yeah. know, man. He looks tiny. Yeah. Because in that picture he took where he did the Bo Jackson <coughs> pose, you know, where he had like the bat or whatever. He had a pair of shoulder pads on, dude. Well, I mean, I'm still saying, but he he looked like he I had like big with a pair of shoulder pads. Yeah, he, he looked like man. he had he looked like he had like some weight on him. He didn't yeah, look scrawny okay. with a fisheye lens and, and filter. <laughs> yeah. and Here all comes that. the shade. A couple hours of Photoshop. Here comes the shade. I'm just saying, man. I I don't think he's gonna do well. And what ticks me off is is and and this is what I hate. Arizona Cardinals picked up Cliff Kingsbury as their head coach. Yeah, I, I played that. against Cliff Kingsbury in high school. Yeah, he is an A one jerk. And your <laughs> and your Cardinals are gonna draft Kyler Murray with a number, number one, one overall that's, pick. That's what I'm worried. Hey, you can hop on the Cowboys bandwagon after they take the Super Bowl this year, man. I think I'm gonna jump on the Chiefs. No, <laughs> you would. No, <laughs> or the Rams. We'll, we'll jump on the Chiefs or the. Uh, I like the Saints this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, but I was watching. Uh, they were, you know, talking about which quarterback's the most accurate. It showed each one doing <laughs> impressive things. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a bomb into a, just a, a tiny little hoop. Yeah, uh, I think Tom Brady hit a guy that was on the back of a golf cart driving away, and he just like took a step back and just chunked it, and like takes a while for both to meet. But like, dude doesn't even have to move; he just like catches it. Yeah. Um, but Drew Brees, he hit like a tiny little target that was moving, um, yeah. and stuff. So they all, you know, showing their accuracy. My favorite though had to be Mahomes. He was like, "Well, you know, here's what I do: I look this way, and then I just kind of flick it this way, and man, he just chunks a no look pass." It almost goes in the trash can, but he hits the rim dead center of the trash can. So, I mean, either way, yeah. it's a dead it on pass. Caught. And I'm like, this guy's throwing no looks in the NFL. Because I've seen him do it in a game. Well, that's like, uh, uh, who's that bust? Now, it's a it's a dumb play. Don't get me wrong. If I'm a coach, I'm, like, murdering him for throwing a no-look oh, pass yeah. in a game. Oh, he got chewed out in the, in the But because it worked, it's the most awesome-looking thing I've seen. Yeah. But he got chewed out in the film room. Yeah. It dude. ended with a – yeah. Andy Reid mustache just started quivering probably. No, he probably like, don't ever do that again, blah, blah, blah. 
but that was a great play or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like they kind of caveat yeah. You it. got your highlight if you ever do that again. <laughs> what I like is what's his name, Jamarcus Russell, on his knees, like chunking at <laughs> seventy yards. You know what I mean? Just and Dude, the thing is, it looks so it it looks like he's just flicking it, man. Yeah. Like he's letting you look. You know me. He even in the league anymore? No, no. no. He didn't finish did, his first season, did he? No, he did. He he was around for a while. But did you did you hear the example? Like he was terrible. Yeah. In the you know whatever so. The combine uh, or whatever? No, no, no. Oh. He'd been already been drafted by the Raiders. Al Davis already picked him up because he had – Al Davis had visions of grandeur. He had yeah. uh, Darius Hayward Bay running his 4-2 whatever down the sideline. Oh, he would just go get the the, and, the most ridiculous yeah. athletes he and could then find. And Jamarcus Russell just throwing it as far as he can. It's like we do that about six times a game. We win everything. Yeah. You know, not realizing that. So, anyway, uh, the coaches figured that – Jamarcus Russell wasn't putting in the time at home studying yeah. the playbook and all that. They gave him a blank VHS. I think I've heard this story. And, and you know, blitz packages. And the next day he said, hey, uh, what did you get out of that blitz package thing that we sent you? And he started talking like he – he uh, and that's when they knew he wasn't watching the tapes. Yeah. I'm like, dude, how bad are you, man? <laughs> if, like, your coaches are like, yeah, we're going to send a tape home, man. Yeah. At least throw it in, man. He, gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, so, that's terrible. Which is is a waste, man. Because he, dude, talent wise, I mean, if you just look about a dude who can throw a football, it wasn't his. It wasn't the fact that he he couldn't throw and he wasn't accurate. It was the fact he couldn't read a defense. I was about to say three touchdowns to eleven interceptions. Yeah, he could. He <laughs> could. Bad ratio. That's thirteen to eight and two to four. He nope. couldn't read a defense, and he really only <laughs> won because he he beat uh, Brady Quinn in a bowl game. Yeah, that's the only reason he went number one. Yeah. Because they said he had that issue throughout college. Yeah. You know, but he put a big game up, and Al Dude, Davis went. A ton of it. a ton of fumbles for a quarterback. Yeah. Well, he couldn't pick up blitz packages. He never saw anything <laughs> coming. 2008, the dude had 12 fumbles. Oh. 2009, he had nine. Maybe you should have watched <laughs> some film. Biggest bust ever. Yeah. Yeah, because what did they pay him, $52 million? Bigger than Ryan Leaf. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do they do? Waste a draft pick on him? So you know, it I ain't think like they signed him after that, right? They're the biggest bust ever, in my opinion. <clears throat> Sam Bradford. Because they keep paying him. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like that dude. He's still, he's still we, in the we, league, We've though. heard you make the Sam I'm Bradford. Saying, man, Jamarcus Russell only got un contract. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Leaf only got <laughs> un contract. Yeah. Sam Bradford somehow continued to pick up contracts. Yeah. Who was that guy that bounced around? He was the first guy to come out in the league. They got bounced around before he got bounced Michael off. Michael Sam? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, Mike, Michael Sam or something like that. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the one that was – He just pretty much got paid money to go He away. got He got drafted as a social justice yeah. who, issue. Who was the guy that uh, Richie Incognito was bullying? Uh, Zach Martin. Yeah, is he still around? No. He got – dude, something ha- – Something weird happened with him, didn't it? Yeah, he – uh. Oh he, no! He uh, threatened. He uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> he was a different guy. <laughs> he took a picture of guns on his Instagram and yeah. said something about bullies in high school. Yeah, gonna go to the high school and and take it whatever. That's smart. And That's they went right. and arrested him, threw him in a psych ward. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, Dude. some people, man, losing it. But back to that Bama game, man. Real quick, <clears throat> you think you think they overrated? I mean, I mean, compared to, I don't know, man. That's they, just, were, they were, they were, they, they. Well, did. then Clemson's I mean, obj- underrated. Objectively, yes. Well, Clemson's <laughs> underrated because the reason Clemson and the reason what's his name that there were people picking Notre Dame, man. Not many, but there were people picking Notre but Dame. The reason, but the reason that that they're saying one of the reasons that 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 quarterback from Clemson didn't get the Heisman, he didn't even get talked about for the Heisman, was because Clemson they thought the ACC was terrible and he was playing nobody. Yeah, you know. And kind of now, find out. I am convinced the SEC is watered down this year, real bad. Well, they went six and six in the bowl games. They went three and one against the Big Twelve. I forgot who the old sole loss to the SEC was in the Big. Wait, 12. okay, so LSU beat <laughs> L- LSU beat U- uh, UCF. UCF. No, no, I'm talking about Big Twelve versus SEC. There were four matchups. Only one. Big only 12. one. Um, Big Twelve only lost one of those matchups. That was us. Texas beat Georgia, Oklahoma State beat Missouri, and I forgot who the third one was. Uh, TCU won, but that wasn't against an SEC no, team. No, that was a no. 
TC Big Twelve didn't do well either. Big Big Twelve beat uh Big Twelve beat everybody in their bowl game except for OU. OU's the only Big Twelve team that didn't win their bowl game, I think. No, that's not right. How's it not? Who lost? Um OU and who? OU and there were three losses. We went four and three. Texas Kansas, won. Kansas State. Texas Tech. Okay, so Texas Texas won. Yeah, well, I'll just, Google it. Hey, <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> 2019, man. We got Google. Google it. Yeah, but it, we, Texas, all I remember I thought that, is, I thought that OU was the only team that lost their bowl game. No, we were at 500. Texas had to win to make us make the Big 12 over 500. Hmm. You're welcome. That was a good win. It was. I was impressed. Yep. Admittedly so. If they play that game five times, how many wins do you think Texas gets? Three. Man, that's 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 more than I would give them. Three. Texas? What I think what I think Texas showed is that healthy, <clears throat> their 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 starters are. What I I think that game showed is that Texas, Texas weak area was depth. Yeah. And that's and that's where is that why they were inconsistent this season with yeah, their losses a, because they had injuries and, all, and all so that. they have one injury and they don't got number two guy they just yeah. got number one guy. well they 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 have inexperienced number two they got great athletes just. Yeah, inexperienced. What you have like to Dallas's have, O line was for years. Yeah, and what you, know, you have to have in a college pro, and this is what Nick Saban's real good at, and that's uh, why they're real consistent. Is he is good at convincing redshirt sophomores <clears throat> and true juniors to come back for a fourth or fifth year. Yeah, you know what I mean, and 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 keeping that experience in house, and then he has guys who've been on the team may not have played a lot, but they've been through all the practices and all that. What you got to understand, we've talked about this before. 18-year-old dude versus a 23-year-old dude. I'm giving a 23-year-old dude 99% of the time just yeah. because of that. So you you have to put a few, you know, some some time into a college program and get that, you know, before. Well, if you lose that layer and you got the young guys, you know, it's hard to win like that. How many how many teams did we have in bowl games this year? 7, I think. Oklahoma, Iowa State, West Virginia. All lost. All lost. Yeah. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and TCU. Texas Christian. Yeah, TCU. So, so four and three. <coughs> four and yeah. three. That's not bad. No, unless you're an Oklahoma fan. ACC. <laughs> what did ACC do? Uh, I don't uh, know. They were six and five, states. I think. Anyway, but I don't know, man. There's a lot of bowl games. Bunch. Yeah. I kind of like I kind of like the fact that there was much, a, there was a lot of teams in bowl games that won like seven or six ball games. Well, you only have to win six to get in. Sometimes yeah. you can only win five if there's a special. Uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah, they're giving to everybody now, but it's better than how it was because they're the, you look back in. Uh, uh, Do you watch many of them? No, I kind of just if they're on TV, I'll you know, but. A lot of people watch them still. No, you're right. They bring in money. But um, back in the 50s or 60s, maybe even the 70s, uh, Notre Dame was awarded. Was it Notre Dame? Someone was awarded. I think it was Notre Dame was awarded a national championship over Bama. Mm -hmm. And Notre Dame didn't even play in a, in a bowl game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they weren't invited. They didn't qualify. You know, because there were so few and they all kind of whatever. And, and then there were a couple times where a national championship was – decided before a bowl game i think one team or oh, like with osu like 60 years later what they, <laughs> or whatever it was yeah. their championship well, like, was an asterisk and i think someone like arkansas and i don't know who these teams are but i think someone like arkansas uh, actually won the national championship and then went to the bowl game and got beat and yeah. were still crowned national champion that's wild you know so it's better than it has been yeah but uh herb street was saying um what they should do is they should get rid of the conference championships and just play the bowl games and then pick four teams from the bowl games. Yeah. You know, let the committee pick four teams from the bowl games. Yeah. I don't know that. I don't know. It might work. It's a gaggle. Yeah. Anyway. What did you think of the uh, Cowboy Seahawks? <laughs> I didn't watch it, but. Uh, them boys. It's them boys. Man, they're hanging on, man. <laughs> they're not going yeah. away. That that offense is trying to is trying to struggle them down, but uh that defense Dude, is they it's, are. it's real. The they're is amazing. playing good. Yeah. Defense is playing well. <clears throat> what I what the problem I think you're going to have against LA is the D-line is great. Yeah. So Dak's going to have to put it down the field to take advantage cuz their 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 weakness is their secondary. 
Well, and it just so, depends on how much uh, energy Ezekiel Elliott has, and if he can, uh, if he can keep the offense rolling. Yeah, if he can. But I mean, that's my point. Not likely. <clears throat> I mean, if you got to play odds against it, it's going to come down to Dak because the D line, their D, their front yeah. seven is ridiculous. And it's going to come down to you know whatever Jason Garrett puts together because sometimes. Sometimes he seems like maybe he's not that good. Hey, did you see? Did, <laughs> yeah. did you see Wade Wilson? Uh uh-uh. uh. Mayor Wade Wilson. Uh-uh. He was D coordinator. He's D coordinator for Houston now, I think. But he used to be the head coach. Wade Phillips. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like Deadpool. Yeah, Wade Phillips. You see what he said? Yeah, no. He said Jason Garrett's a better head coach than I am, and I'm like. You're not really setting the bar real Yeah, high, I was dude. about to say Wade Phillips. Bill Parcells or like Tom Landry or Jimmy Johnson, something say that, then you got a point. But. Watching Wade Phillips coach was with, yeah. is, is about on par with watching my dad get up off the couch to go coach on a Sunday. <laughs> that dude looked like he was half awake. Yeah. So anyway, it's just funny. It's like, yeah, he's better than I am. It's like, like how good do you think you were? <laughs> yeah. Well. You know? But uh, Now, speaking of that, though, I, I'm not digging the Cliff Kingsbury hire at Arizona, man. Yeah, I was going to ask all. you about that. I saw it today. There's been a lot of coaching hires today. The Jets picked up uh, the dude from Miami, right? Hey, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Mike well, McCarthy he, still ain't got a job. And that's a that's a that is a fallacy. Well, I think he got run out because Aaron Rodgers was tired of the just not being stagnant. You know, yeah. I mean, he won a Super Bowl, man. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. They don't look too good this year. Uh, I mean, a lot of coaches win Super Bowls, and then they kind of start going in the wrong direction. You got to do something. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been fired from Green Bay. I think he got stagnant. Yeah. You know? A different situation might be good for him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think he's still a good coach. Yeah. He's proven he can coach. I'll be honest with you. I was frustrated with him all year, um, mainly because I had Aaron Jones in fantasy, and he wouldn't give the dude the rock. But Yeah. Here's my deal. I I have an issue with any coach that has a stud running back and doesn't run him into the ground. Because if you've got a stud running back, you run that dude in the ground and you establish the pass through the run game. Now, I know that sucks for running backs, and I'm sorry, but in my opinion, if you're a football coach, that's what you do. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think, I think Clingsbury going to the Cardinals is a testament to Patrick Mahomes, how yeah. good he is, because I'm pretty sure that's why he got the job. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, not a lot of people saw Patrick Mahomes being this good because wasn't didn't they say accuracy was his issue in college? They they didn't know if he would translate to the NFL. Yeah, yeah and he, and he had that that asterisk next to his name. He's a Texas Tech quarterback, which always had a negative light yeah. on it. Like, okay, his stats are inflated a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, but he was still drafted top ten. Mm-hmm. You know, he still went high in the draft. So they saw something. I didn't know he was going to be that good. I was, yeah. I didn't watch no, him he's, in college. He's good. He's probably going to win that. I'm guilty of not MVP. watching a lot of college football, though. So. Yeah, I don't watch tons of it, you know. I listen to the radio, and I I Google, I Google what happens after. I just don't have a lot of time on Saturday to sit down and watch football. I'm telling you right now, the, this this draft class today, this time in 2019, you probably really haven't heard of the best quarterback coming out of it. Yeah. You know, you really think about it. Because, you know, Carson Wentz. No one heard of that guy until the Carson combine. Wentz? You mean Nicholas Edwards Foles backup? I'm just saying, Wentz was playing well. Nick, Nick Foles is the truth. Well, that's the other He's thing. He's about to yeah. win Super Bowl number two. A bunch of Foles fans are saying they need to trade Wentz. They, everybody's saying that the team just plays better with Foles, <coughs> even though he's not the better quarterback. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. If he's winning, he's winning. Yeah, yeah he's got that. Foles got something different, man. It's just, it's, it's just. It's not the talent part of it. It's that. Uh, he played terrible at the beginning of the season, man. What's his, Jim McMahon? Yeah, that's what it is. Like talent wise, bottom of the barrel, but just got that. <laughs> I'm wearing a headband and sunglasses under and, my helmet, and my players love me so much they compensate for exactly. how terrible I am. Well, that's what it is. And I throw gonna, a bad pass, and somehow a bear runs yeah, underneath it. That's exactly. what Jim McMahon did. <laughs> exactly, unless unless like Nick Foles, it's fourth quarter with yeah. down by two, and you you need the. And then all of a sudden he starts making all the throws. You know who else wasn't a, just a great quarterback? Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw and Chuck Noll had a toxic relationship. Yeah. Noll hated Terry Bradshaw and Bradshaw being, hated Noll because uh, Bradshaw a little bit sensitive. I think and Noll was 
kind of hard on but him. The point being is, is Bradshaw made throw. He had big games when you had. But he would game. huck it, and it would go where <laughs> exactly. It would go where it needed to when it needed to. I mean, you know, uh, the he dude, had good receivers too, though. The dude off Duck Dynasty, the dad. Yeah, he started over him at, at uh, Louisiana, yeah, or Louisiana Tech. Tech or whatever. Yeah. Then he just didn't want to play football, yeah. so he kept going quit. fishing and hunting, and so that's how Bradshaw got the starting yeah, gig. Too busy eating Miss K's cooking. Yeah, <laughs> Miss K. Isn't that her name? Yeah, yeah. dude. I what about the Bears, that. man? Well, that's sad. Poor Cody Park, <laughs> dude. The best <laughs> meme of the year. Have you seen it? Uh uh-uh. uh Here, I'll, I'll pull it up for you. It says, "It's a uh, just a little checkbox, and uh. it, yes or no, and it says, are you a Bears kicker?'" And the X is like on the line of the box, <laughs> not inside of it. <laughs> Dude, oh. but you know what? Their offense scored less than that kicker, so they can't really talk too you much. You can't trash. get mad at well, a kicker who scored most your points, but there's uh, nothing worse than the kicker having an opportunity to win that's you not the a, game. That, and that's not a hard kick either. Yeah, that he, that he scored. Well, no, you, you the know, best part he made it first. Here's the deal, yeah. though: when you're looking at a kicker, and and I'm just guessing, I've never been a head coach of an NFL team or a college team, but when you're looking at a kicker, you're looking at a guy's like, look, man, if you're going to miss a few kicks, that's understandable. I want to make sure you're that guy that never misses that last kick, though. Yeah. Because if you're kicking that last kick, that's the game winner Dude, probably. Terry is going to go down <clears throat> as one of the greatest kickers ever for that reason. Yeah. yeah. He missed kicks, and sometimes he missed some ridiculously easy kicks. So the, the kick but that he, that kicker missed, was oh. they, did they, they iced him. So he kicked it, made it, they iced yeah. him, and then he missed the second kick. Yeah. 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 Don't you know, it. Was it the Giants that did that to uh, – they did it to Nick Folk. Uh, when they played the Cowboys three times, and he hit it three times from like 54 yards to win yeah. the game with zero time left. Yeah. He was a good kicker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, it's not about whether you can kick 60. I said it. You, you, <clears throat> you can kick 60 yards all day. I can go yeah. find you soccer players that do that. Yeah. I want you, I want to know if you can make it with the game on the line. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Folk was good, man. We had issues yeah. with little Chris Boswell this year. He's but, our kicker. Yeah, something's going on with <laughs> kickers, though. They're missing a lot. I've been telling you, but I don't think there's they're a conspiracy getting bought. there. I don't think they're getting bought. I think that I think the extra the points. You think them? You think moving it's throwing them off? Yeah, because because you know when you have a quarterback, it's a narrow corridor if you're on the hash mark. Yeah, but I, if you have a quarterback that's struggling mm-hmm. and you're an offensive coordinator, one thing one thing that that's just known to do is throw short, easy passes and let let that quarterback kind of find a rhythm and build his confidence. And I think extra points are kind of, were kind of like that for the kickers, you know. Nail, you know, you miss a field goal, but you nail a couple 20, 20 yarders, you know, for extra points. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you know, it's. But then you start missing extra points, and you're like, you're shook, questioning. It. You get <laughs> yeah. the yips, you know. And so, but I do think that the, oh, what game was it? The Ravens game. Who the Ravens be, uh, lose to? We just lost. Anyway, Chargers. There you go. That was a terribly ref game. Hmm. That game was terrible from an officiating standpoint. I did not get to watch any football. This and that's kind of what I think. The Cowboys game was the same way. Yeah. Terrible I think, officiating. I think that's what you're seeing. And college, same thing. College was the same way. And I, th- I think – the refs are being bought. Yeah, and I also I, I also side with Josh now. See, the Seattle Seahawks are the most hated team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. The I, I hate them more than the Eagles now, dude. They, they play so dirty. Like Russell Wilson may be the only respectable person on that team. No, that yeah, dude, that dude's a twerp. I will, I will, dude, they I will trip, agree with you. They I, trip, they trip wide receivers. They hold every single play, and they they never get called for it. You know never. what? You know when I lost it for the for the Seattle Seahawks was um, y'all remember when they had the replacement refs, and it was like maybe the, oh, the one golden, of the early games yeah, in the season, and they're the Packers, and it's versus the Packers. Yeah, and it was absolutely one hundred percent not a catch. Everyone knew it was a catch. It was such a bad call that it was the reason they decided to give the refs what they wanted to get the real refs back. That's how bad of a call it was. And the Seahawks refused to acknowledge that it was a bad call and just sit there and Pete Carroll chewed his gum and cheered and pat his guys and Golden Tate acted like he was a hero. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You just shake your head and be like, yeah, man, you know. You win some, lose some. We're glad to get this one. We're going to take it to the locker room. You walk away respectfully after that That kind of way. Yeah, if he's still a call. You don't sit there and celebrate like you're well, a hero. No, there's nothing wrong with celebrating it. But 
once everything clears and it's guaranteed, regardless of what you say, mm-hmm. you can't lose that game. Then you're like, yeah, dude's missed that one. <laughs> yeah. You know no, what I mean? See, it's happened. Yeah. It's even this ain't happened. the immaculate reception where yeah. there is some contestant, you know, where they contested on both sides. You know, both guys claim they're right, that it was an incomplete pass or that it was, in, you know, or, yeah. that he, or that he got it and ran it for a touchdown. You know, and, and neither one will will budge from their story. But that's understandable because – but that's but like it's like you said, it's understandable and it's and it's different. It's not as blatant. This was this was blatant and it was so blatant that it got the refs the money they were asking yeah, but for. It's like it's like that call uh, in, in the NBA. Durant um, when he walked out of bounds, yeah, fifteen like steps, yeah, like just <laughs> yeah. strolling out of bounds. Dude's in the dudes in the stands throwing a pass back yeah, in, throwing yeah. it back in, and they didn't yeah. call it. And so, somebody had a meme. That was said he taking the, it out? The refs, the refs are participating in the bird box yeah. challenge. Yeah, just, yeah, ah, I, see, I can't that's see what, it. Yeah, that was, oh, that's did you see Antetokounmpo throw that yeah, ball off of Harden's face? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fake video, dude. dude this says Spalding on Harden's yeah. beard now. When I, when I, uh, when I saw it initially, I thought it was fake. You thought, I it, was thought fake? it was super edited, like they edited the ball. <laughs> no, dude, he straight up beamed him in the nose, and then it comes back to him. <clears throat> it's like, is that an assist for Harden or what? That's that awesome. That was great. No, and there then, was some good stuff floating around today. Clay uh, Thompson dropped forty three. Yeah. Have you seen the video? They they said he 43 points. It was like 10 dribbles or something. Four dribbles. Four? He dribbled the ball four times. <laughs> that's just. On the scoring plays. Now, uh, he's dribbled a little bit more, you know, a, whatever. But yeah. on those plays. Catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. Dribbles. Catch and shoot. Yeah. And one of them, and one of the dribbles, he dropped the ball. So, it wasn't really even a yeah. dribble. It was just him <laughs> losing control. Yeah. It, it sounds like some way. professional cherry picking. That's yeah. what it sounds like. He just man, if no, he catches he was, it, he I'm can, just gonna stay over here. No, he was he was get the ball to me. He moves well, and yeah, it, and, and that's you, what it is. And when you get get him the ball, I mean, he's he's ready to do something yeah. with it. And and some just, of those, he just and, gets it off fast. Yeah, some of those some of those their hands I'm, and faces, man. He I just understand got hating the Warriors, but I support Clay Thompson, and I like Steph Curry still. But yeah. I I get hating the Warriors, and definitely you know that snake. Kevin Durant. No, I like is not Kevin Durant favorite. and Clay Thompson. Have but, you seen the pictures of Kevin Durant in the Clemson uniform? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's always gonna he's always gonna catch you off for that Fourth of uh, July. Yeah. And, well, and he's I, I forgot catch, I forgot what the the tagline is. It says my next adventure or my and next whatever. And he's gonna catch Guff for how he's handled it. Just he's just handled it terribly Man. the Man. whole time. I like it. I like that he's because he's too it. immature to handle it. You know, well, like I like the, I like the fact that he's embraced the heel. Like he was gonna be the heel regardless. He didn't have a choice though, and he's he's not even fully embracing it because he he can't commit to it. Like that's what's so bad about it is he's all over the place. He doesn't know what he wants to do. He yeah. tries to embrace the heel because he's realizing that's what he is, but even he can't do that. He still wants people to like him. He doesn't want to be the heel. It's like when he was here, he was the good guy. Then he got tired of being the good guy, and then when he started getting you know kind of talked about his attitude and everything, he kind of wanted to go back to being the good guy. Then he went to Golden State and he's done the same thing. Dude's all over the place. He's a trash can. Just can't wait till he goes to the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. The That's Lakers honestly could pull off the super team. And when I say the super team, I mean the pieces could fall. I, I don't see it happening. But could you imagine if you had LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and then if Kawhi Leonard makes his way over there, and then if they somehow get Anthony Davis to come over there, now you're just looking at, okay, you know. And keep Kuzma. Keep Kuzma or what's I'm, Kuzma play the three? I'm trying to think. There's there's one more because uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is actually a potential could move this season. I he think, needs to stay with the Bucks. But think about that. Think if they did get that. Let's just say in a in a special world, and I know Brad when he listens to this is just going to be beside himself because <laughs> he loves the Lakers. You know he's like yeah that'd be great. But think about if you had LeBron running the point. And then you had like Anthony Johnson. Davis down low, but you had Anthony Campo, Kawhi Leonard, and Kevin Durant running the outside yeah, with, with Kuzma coming on the six man. <laughs> There's not a, I mean, I couldn't if I was to get NBA 2K. That's who I would put on a <laughs> that's team. A, that's a team you, you would know, because it's it's both sides of the ball, the most dominant team you could ever what put would together. Be awesome. What would be awesome if all five of those dudes took league minimum. Just do it yeah. and just do and, and, and keep on their the endorsements and just like, yeah, let's sign, you know, 10 year deals at league minimum. Oh, uh, just give the Lakers. like You know what? I would hate it. But at the same time, I'd love it. I, I'm not even going to lie. You would just have to call that. You're a wash. 
but we just want to see what elite basketball looks like. And that's why well, the NBA sucks. What does unfair basketball, what yeah. does the dream team look well, that's like? That's what it is. Yeah. Just, just watch the Olympics every you, That's what years. we loved about the dream team when we were kids. I mean, they weren't, they could have picked no-name NBA players for the dream team and they still would have waxed the rest of the countries because basketball wasn't that big everywhere else yet. Uh-uh. But we got to see a super team of yeah. these, you know, Magic, Bird, and Jordan on the same team. Plus, you got all these other guys that are... John Stockton. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. That's what I I love about... I think even the Dream Team would have a tough time handling that team. That's what I love about Olympic basketball, though. Yeah. It's like... It's just fun. Because think about it. If you had that team, you would have other than... Outside of Kawhi Leonard, outside of Kawhi Leonard, who he, he plays big for his size, but you would have... Darn near seven footers at every position. <laughs> yeah. Who can handle the rock and can play any position on the court? I mean, be awesome. Man. It'd be ridiculous, and they all can play defense. Yeah. yeah, it'd be wild. Oh well. Well, you know, and what it would do is, it, and you wouldn't have to look at that donkey Draymond Green. <laughs> See, and that's what I don't like. At least, at least those dudes are all proven. That dude just got lucky. He got three of the yeah. best players. In the NBA right now on his team, <laughs> and because all he does is clean up. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like I like that aspect of the game, the cleanup, the guy who's willing to go out there. And, he and adds the to the frustration that they give to other teams because when they get hot and go on those runs, you know that that kind of kills you and demoralizes you and makes it almost hard to come back. And because people will get up on the Warriors because they don't play good defense a lot right. of times. Um, but, you know, then they would hit one of them runs where Clay and Steph just go nuts. And, you know, they go from being down 20 to up 15. And, you know, it looks like yeah. they did it with no effort. The whole time, even though that's demoralizing you, Draymond's aggravating you. Yeah. You know, that 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 makes those runs possible. If you can get them off rhythm and you, you when you get on rhythm, that's a big deal. Basketball is a lot about possessions and rhythm, man. Oh, it, yeah. It's huge. Yeah, no doubt. So No doubt. That's I mean that's the job as a head coach is knowing when to call timeout pretty much. Yeah. I mean that's pretty much your job in the NBA. Yeah. Know when to call timeout. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Speaking of timeout, are we about there? Yeah, we are out of time. All right. Well, that's a good that's a good podcast. Hopefully everybody likes that. We yeah. we covered some things. Episode 60 in the books. Like I said, show us you like us, follow us, tell us about you, tell your friends about us. You guys got anything? I don't. Watched Amazing Spider-Man, and it was amazing. Yep. Yeah. Won a Golden Globe. Can we talk? Can we next next podcast? Can we talk about it? Have you, yeah. Without, I mean, is the spoiler? Oh, that's been done for like caveat a caveat off of. Yeah, it. we can talk about it. Right. Yeah. I want to try and see Aquaman too, so we can knock both those out. Oh, and while you're at it, if you guys <laughs> get a chance, uh, hit Netflix up, man. There's a lot of new stuff on Netflix. Yeah, that's... watch Bird Box. <laughs> well, maybe not Bird Box. <laughs> Have y'all seen Bandersnatch yet? Yeah, it's stupid. Well, it was weird, though. I kind of liked the whole nah, going through it. When I, don't, it was over, I don't like having to participate in my movie. I thought it'd be cool. It's too much work. Yeah. I was kind of curious as to whether there was alternate endings or not, or whether you were just forced to just work your way to that ending or not. I got to like six alternate endings. That's okay. Yeah. So there's definitely alternate endings. Good. Oh, so you sat there with the, for a movie you hated. You went through it. For <laughs> no, 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 no. You I, spent a day on that no, sucker. <laughs> I walked. I walked away from it a few times. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It was interesting. There's been a lot of backlash over how you, bad it was. You know what so. I keep telling Brittany? I love the concept. I wish someone would have done it better. Yeah. That's, that's kind of. That's kind of how I feel about yeah. it. I, I think I, I think I could do it, but I think it needs to be like a thirty-minute episode, not like an hour and a half long film. Yeah, it just took too long. They needed someone to help them out. They they just yeah they were good. Like, they were good enough to get close, but they needed someone to help them yeah. get over the. And hump. there's no big actors in it at all, yeah. so it's just kind of all Englishy. No. I, I I agree with you on that part of it, but uh, I thought it was a, a fun a fun idea though. Yeah. Well, all right, all right, man. Movies next episode. Roll hey, comedians. The outro. Let's talk. Comedians. Comedians.